This is the Tuesday, February 1st edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We got you covered with a variety of action, college and NBA. We'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, flying solo here on the podcast. Very uh, significant day as Tom Brady officially announces his retirement. We kind of knew this, obviously, over the weekend. But um, something that we are keeping an eye on is the betting opportunity. So I want to go through a couple things. One is, let's start in college basketball. This will be my dog of the day later on Daily Wager. I don't have the exact stats in front of me in terms of ATS. But one thing I've always enjoyed over the years is fading Duke and fading Carolina the game before they play each other. So they obviously play each other twice a year. So you get an opportunities like that in midweek because they always play each other on like a Saturday. So um, Louis- so Louisville is hosting Carolina. So things I usually do is like maybe first half Louisville. It works great when it's like a double-digit spread, like a sleepy opponent where they're, Duke's like, you know, laying 12 and a half at Wake or something like that. And you just grab all the points and – Duke barely shows up, and then that's like come back and win. This is different. Louisville is a good team. Obviously, new coach. I'm going to grab first half Louisville. You can maybe do some North Carolina team total unders, things like that. But situationally, I just like to play it. It's just not a monster play because it's not one of those double-digit spreads that we like so much. So somebody keep in mind, it will be my dog of the day, though. Later on, I'll discuss it more, and hopefully we'll have some more numbers in terms of over the years. what it's. And then Duke tomorrow will not be a monster favorite either, but I'm going to fade them as well. NBA, couple things here. It's a little bit lighter card than we had yesterday. And I know Memphis, that was just a wild game. Philly played great. Give them a lot of credit. First thing I want to talk about is Spencer Dinwiddie. He's been great with the points plus assists plus rebounds prop when Beal is out. We know Beal's going to miss some time for Washington. Now they could get blown out and maybe a fourth quarter he sits or something like that. But I think he'll get enough run, especially he's on the trade block, so maybe that'll help. But Bucks are 11.5-point favorites at home. But I'll take the Wizards uh, in terms of the Dinwiddie to at least get enough minutes there to go over his points plus assists plus rebounds. The one side I like, and it was overnight, it was around three. Now it's four and a half. Don't love it as much, but I'm still going to lay it with Minnesota. There's some fours out there, too. I'd grab it. Uh, T-Wolves, obviously a much better team than people realize. They just waxed Utah, although – Utah's been struggling of late. I, I just like what they're doing. Denver has Utah tomorrow. Um, I don't know if it's – I'm not going to say it's a look-ahead play, but it's one of these – for whatever reason – I mean, not for whatever reasons, but the T-Wolves don't get everyone's best effort. And uh, – not best effort, but they just, they're just they not one of these marquee franchises that everyone gets up for. So the T-Wolves, when healthy, can really lay it on you and play well. Phoenix, lane five and a half to Brooklyn. Obviously, the Nets are capable – but this Suns team is just so explosive, so dynamic. They've been playing great. Biombo's been filling in nicely in the middle with Aiton out. There's just a lot to like with Phoenix. It's, it's hard for me to get off that train. Uh, Golden State, San Antonio, Tyler always talks about the overs whenever the Spurs are at home. That number's 223.5. I'm not going to get involved, but I certainly it certainly caught my attention. And Orlando and Chicago, nine, nine points is a lot. I'm not going to lay it. I would consider taking it. And then New Orleans, Detroit. Pelicans played really well down the stretch with the Cavs, gave them a run for their money. They're now going to Detroit. I I, I can't get involved in that game. So there's not a lot of like, not a lot to like on this card. Toronto's playing better, laying two and a half at home to Miami. I got to check who's playing for the Heat. That's always uh, much more significant than anything. But those, that's like sort of my breakdown of the card. I like that one play in college, as I mentioned, but there's a few var- variants, var- variations of how to play it. 
I would go first half team total under for UNC. I would also play Louisville first half on the side. And then for later today, I'm going to do dog of the day. That's the thing that jumps out to most unless something changes there with some of these NBA underdogs and uh, maybe some late last minute handicapping. But in general, it is tough to get too far ahead. I mean, yesterday I was lucky that I got Memphis plus three and then Embiid's out. I just like the spot for the Grizzlies. Of course, you get the last second millisecond lay in by Maxi to push the plus three, went to overtime, just a crazy games, huge swings down the stretch there in terms of uh, point spread hijinks. But that'll do it for this pod. We'll see you later today, 6 Eastern on ESPN2. We were off yesterday. We'll be back on usual schedule the rest of the week. 